10 years from now when we're discussing the different Star Treks, I'll have no idea which one this one was. <laughs> I'll be like, wait, exactly. what happened in that one? Who, it's like, the one that was Idris Elba. Elba. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is, that is, that that's is the one call. distinguishing that's thing cool. about it. <laughs> Welcome to Pulp Fiction. This is the one where we review Star Trek, not Star Trek. I've been corrected enough times by Trekkies. Star Trek Beyond. You mean Trackies? <laughs> uh, Star Trek Beyond, directed by Justin Lin, who's famous for the Fast and Furious series, which tells you all you need to know about this going into it. Is it going to be straight up action? We will get to that and discuss that. Written by Simon Pegg and some other dudes, but you mostly need to know that Simon Pegg helped write this. Here is the synopsis of the latest in the Star Trek series. The USS Enterprise crew explores the furthest reaches of uncharted space where they encounter a new ruthless enemy who puts them and everything the Federation stands for to the test. So according to that, it's every Star Trek episode ever <laughs> yeah, pretty, yeah yeah uh, yeah i would say <laughs> seriously you could say that you could say that read that description and i think it would describe every star trek movie every star trek episode yes, that's ever existed that is i accurate. speak from someone who's watched zero star trek episodes <laughs> uh, jacob let's let's check out the trailer my dad joined starfleet because he believed in it i joined on a dare you joined to see if you could live up to him. You spent all this time trying to be your father. Now you're wondering just what it means to be you. It isn't uncommon, you know. It's easy to get lost in the vastness of space. There's only yourself, your ship, your crew. You really want to head back out there, huh? Thank you, sir. Star Trek Beyond, of course, stars Chris Pine, Zachary Quinto, Carl Urban, Zoe Saldana, and Simon Pegg, John Chow, and Anton Yelchin in his, I believe, will be his final appearance in um, movies. I think it was his last movie. Was, was there another one? Uh, he has... Shows here he's got four upcoming projects. I was way but, off. Um, Samson, I. But, but I mean, it doesn't look like any of them are in production. Does that mean did he start any of them? Well, two of them are in production uh, for 2016. So I think we'll see him in a couple more, it looks like. Good. It we, was, don't, we don't belong here in Porto. He's already, looks like it's going. It was sad watching this movie with him and like just knowing what happened and how tragically he, he passed. Uh, it's kind of hard to see his character and just see the character. Um, also got to say, Idris Elba is in this one as well, which I was super pumped about. Crawl. <laughs> so let's go around. What did you guys think? This movie is funny because we talked about this a few months ago. We saw the trailer. We thought it just looked like a straight-up action oh movie that gosh. looked terrible. The trailer was so bad for this movie. It was basically a, a really cool Beastie Boy sabotage video or a trailer of a really bad-looking movie. Um, but then the reviews started coming out, and it got great reviews, so I didn't know what to expect going into it. Well, and, and Trekkie fans were freaking out because they were, were really upset because of the trailer situation. Right. Um, 
you know, this is the first movie that Justin Lin has directed since J.J. Abrams has now, you know, bowed out. Yes, he produced it, but still. So, like, there are just a lot of question marks. A lot right. of question marks. Um, I think it's really important beforehand to kind of say if we're Star Trek fans or not, especially for you two. Yeah. <laughs> specifically, Rachel. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's my deal with Star Trek. I was raised around Trekkies. My mom watched the original Star Trek series. My brother loved The Next Generation and then all the reiterations that came after Next Generation. So I've been around Star Trek my whole life. Jacob, uh, just a note for production. Use the nerds uh, <laughs> quote nerds. from Revenge of the Nerds right here. Drop it right there oh, as soon as she's done talking about her family. family. Huge. <laughs> and so I I actively went against everything Star Trek because I just, it's just so nerdy. But I will say. But yet you're an X-Man family. Uh, yeah, we are an X-Men family. <laughs> just wanted uh, to point that out there. <laughs> Uh, but I did, I did watch them because I was allowed to stay up late to watch Star Trek. I was the same way. My brother was a big Star Trek fan, huge. And it came on after the news. The news. So you Sunday got to stay up to like 11 or yeah, something. Yeah, I was pumped. That's that was back in the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, during the first run. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. So I, I think your brother was that old. <laughs> Yeah, so I did watch a lot of Next Generation, and I, over the years, have come to appreciate certain things about Star Trek, like the character. They they've done a good job with their characters. Yeah, the world building is pretty cool. Yeah, the I think. world building. I, I mean, I don't care about sci-fi stuff, but their characters are are pretty decent. I mm-hmm. can see why people like Star Trek. Mm-hmm. So I would say that I am neutral. Um, I was a little say, better than what you said off air, but okay. No, I, I said I hate sci-fi, sci-fi, but we'll get to uh, that. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a Star Trek fan. I'll be honest. Uh, I, I don't hate Star Trek. I've just never gotten into it. It's been it was it was too nerdy, techy, spacey uh, for me. Are you it's sure it wasn't cheesy. because of the crowd that came with it? Like it's, you mean? No, at- I, I I gave it a legit shot because my brother was so into it, and we watched a lot of the same stuff growing up, like a lot of the same movies, '80s movies and stuff, and then. We both really liked horror movies, and he's a big sci-fi fan, like huge. I just couldn't really get into it. Um, I didn't have a problem with. Yeah, I didn't like him. No, it's cool. <laughs> I, I just, I just never got into him. I, yeah. I tried. Now, I did like the original, um, the original, the first J.J. Uh, Abrams Star Trek, the reboot. Yeah, um, it was excellent. Uh, yeah, I, I actually really, really liked that. Me too. Um, I, I didn't like what came previous to that, though. Not even like Rathacon, which is always the one that people go to. Yeah, I mean, I like saying con. Uh, that's cool, but, but I didn't really yeah. actually like the movie. Well, I mean, for me, there's always your Star Wars fans and your Star Trek fans. And right. Like, I'm obviously a diehard Star Wars fan. I would go the other way. <laughs> oh, I, I definitely like Star Wars way more than Star Trek. Um, but, you, oh, you're more of a Star Trek fan. Mm-hmm. Really? Well, that's cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hot meat kettle. <laughs> Thank you. Everybody's seen it. Star Wars is cool. Everybody's seen it. So, I mean, I was always aware of Star Trek. I appreciated the music especially. Uh, I knew the characters pretty well. I watched some of the movies growing up. Uh, I more so probably started getting into it in the late 90s. Or sorry, early 90s. I think that's when um, the sixth one came out. But, like, I, I didn't watch the TV shows. I didn't watch any of the Deep Space Nine. 
the Genesis. I didn't or watch. It's called, I didn't watch anything e past thing Next like Generation. Uh, I've seen bits and pieces of Voyager and all the, but I've never watched a oh, full yeah, episode. That, of yeah. any all that stuff was a nightmare to yeah. me. Yeah. In fact, like you know, Nemesis, uh, all those. Yeah, um, I, I like saw the movies that once, came out in the early two thousands, actually with uh, um, Tom Hardy. Oh right, he's, yeah. he's a bad guy in it. And he's, oh. like, he's like 150 pounds in it. Interesting. Too. Yeah, it's really <laughs> bizarre. So, um, come here. <laughs> you just hear this weird panting <laughs> in the background. Start talking about Tom Hardy. <laughs> 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 We've got a dog guest tonight. <laughs> so, so I, you know, I, I just never really cared that much about it. But I mean, obviously, there's a huge following for oh, Star Trek. Yeah. You know, it's or I guess maybe it's more of a cult thing these days. I don't know. It's tricky. No, to no there's a say. lot of freaking Star Trek. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's when they big. have uh, conventions, that's more than just a cult, right? Yeah, that's train spotting is a cult, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, Star Trek is huge. It's, it's, it's okay. yeah. I've been to several conventions. It's a big deal. Nerd. Hey, I've Nerd. never paid for one of them. <laughs> Even more, okay. <laughs> you ever dressed up at one? No. Yeah, probably because uh -huh. they let l women come in for free because most of the guys <laughs> haven't seen them before. <laughs> it's like, like I haven't seen them the, before, just women they've never seen. The convention, seen. Like, would never oh, happen in a Star Oh, look, Wars there's convention. Kirk. Oh, there's a statue of a Vulcan. <laughs> oh, there's a real-life woman. <laughs> I really <laughs> love that this review episode of Star Trek has just become making fun of Star Trek nerds. <laughs> Sorry, Trekkies. No, anyway. Uh, so I guess if we go back to just the movie what we watched. Oh, today, yeah, we're, yeah. We're reviewing I'm, a movie. I'm that's with right. you on the J.J. Abrams stuff, too. I really like the first yeah. one. Actually, I love the first one. I love the first one. It was so good. And, uh, the second one I, I, I thought was pretty. I into darkness. I, I thought it was fine. I thought it was forgettable, like it. but I thought it was fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, after watching this one, too, it definitely puts that one kind of in the backseat. Because I thought this was a really good Star Trek. There's a lot of good things to take away from it. I think that uh, the director did an excellent job of taking over the reins and just kind of moving forward with it. I think they probably approached a lot of questions that people were complaining about over the shoot, probably decades, like re regarding cabin fever, <laughs> things like that. Yeah, that's um, true. I, I thought it was a really, really well done Star Trek and just all around. Uh, and what they didn't do, what they did with these last two are, you know, find a reason to break up the group. You know, so they can get back together. Now they, yes, they kind of did, but they, they did, did do that, but they did do but that for a different reason. Instead <laughs> of like where you had like Spock and Kirk like getting upset with each other and going their own ways, this is more like they we had parallel storylines, which I loved, uh, in particular in the in that kind of middle part of the movie. Yeah. So for me, uh, I, I really really enjoyed it. You know, it. I I don't think it'll be in my top ten of the year. But right now, because we're still halfway through the year, it's in my top ten because mm -hmm. nothing, any goods come out. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. Y'all seen a lot more movies than I have. That's I'm still true. like That's around true. like twenty something. Yeah, you're probably like in your fifties or sixties. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in my fifties or sixties. Yeah, fifties or sixties now. Yeah. Uh, Rachel, what were your thoughts on Star Trek Beyond? I really dislike this movie. Really, I did. Okay, cool. I thought it was super boring. I I mean, to me. Yeah, I guess there was a storyline. I guess. Um, I thought it was a pretty weak storyline. I Even though I care about the characters because I know the characters, I didn't really care about any of the characters. They didn't give me any reasons to care about these characters. There was zero character development at all. 
which I understand they've established these characters from the previous movies, but I still don't think at any point in any sequel, you should just assume everybody's seen it and everybody knows all of your characters already. Well, then that's always going to be the problem, isn't it? It's like you have to establish characters or build them, but well, then it's like, got... why can't we just pick up to a point in time that happened to them and then just move on from it? To me, they've... which people complain for both sides. I'll to say me. That. Yeah. To me, they've, the characters have become kind of caricatures of themselves. Like, you think they, so? They're just kind of their position. I hate what they've done with Spock. They sh- he can't feel things. You can't let him feel things, and he's not Uh-oh. Spock anymore. Trekkie has spoken. <laughs> I, I just think it's that, that's the whole Vulcan thing, is that they have no emotions. <laughs> like, everybody knows that about Vulcans. Like, everybody knows Spock is logical, and he doesn't have emotions. That's just, like, the bare minimum you can know about Spock. And they've ruined half of that. It's hmm. um, funny, because I feel like I heard you say before that you really like that casting choice. I do. I think Zachary Quinto is a good choice. I just don't like the decisions that they're making for his character. And do you you like Chris Pine? I I have no problem with the casting So overall, you like the casting, it's just the writing. Yeah, I just thought it was... I think they just made it an action movie, and it looked fine. I mean, I didn't think... I wasn't overly impressed, but nothing stood out as like, oh, that was really bad. Right. Um, So I think that they did a fine job with it. But to me, this was just a very... They could have made, this didn't have to be the Star Trek characters. It could have been any characters at all. It didn't need to be the crew. Mm -hmm. There was no reason for this to be a Star Trek movie. They could have made it with anybody else, and it would have been the exact same. And to me, that's the appeal of Star Trek, is that their characters are good. Mm -hmm. And and I thought that they told a lot of jokes that fell flat. Oh, really? I thought they had some good ones. I didn't laugh once. I went with my parents. I went with my mom, who's a huge Star Trek fan since the original series, Uh and she didn't like it. And my dad didn't like it. My dad was falling asleep. Really? My brother, though, on the other hand, who's a huge Star Trek fan, thought it was pretty good. Like, he didn't think it was great or anything, but he thought it was better than the second one and not as good as the first one. That's where, so, that's where I'd put it too. Yeah. So anyway, I I didn't think it was great. I had major problems with with playing sabotage in the middle of the... <laughs> uh, God, that was so that was, stupid. That was interesting. At the time, I thought it was cool, but I still, when I reflect back on it, it's like, does this really work? <laughs> you know? Uh, no, it doesn't. But it see, didn't like, work for me at all. But I laughed, though, when they called it a classic, you know? Like, see, in the, for you, it fell flat? Yeah, I was like, well, because this is the whole thing. Like, how are we going to take this down? This is like, we've never faced anything like this and we weren't prepared for it. How are we going to defeat him? Beastie Boys. Like, <laughs> it's not the time. When you say it like that, it sounds kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah. To I mean, me, that wasn't the time that you make a joke in a movie. Like, this is a, the crux of your movie here. Uh-huh. And it's a, and you made it a joke. Like, but it's but is it supposed to be funny or is it not supposed to be funny? Did you think it was supposed to be funny? I, I thought it was supposed to be funny. Like, how do you play the Beastie Boys in the middle? Well, of I get a the joke that they were sabotaging them, battle, and it's and, uh, and they're playing take, sabotage. Yeah, like, like, I got I that part of the funny. joke. I took it as funny. Did you think it was supposed to be funny? I thought it was supposed to be funny. Yeah. But were you okay with the the major battle in your movie being a joke? Well, not only that, but like the the way that they're able to defeat them is by playing Beastie Boys. Like that's. I mean, yeah, by using sound waves. Well, yeah. So, I mean, I, I just thought that was really obviously stupid. they're they're to me they're, that was like the the Batman vs Superman Martha moment. Oh, it wasn't that bad. I don't, like, I don't think so I thought it was no. so yeah. stupid. I, I think I literally did a face palm at that. It was just so dumb. Really, I thought it was really stupid. What about like the like the little jokes like uh, you're getting delirious when 
when uh, Spock started laughing. So that just drove you nuts too, huh? I don't even remember that joke. Well, you probably don't like it because Spock doesn't feel emotions. He's not supposed to be right. able to laugh. Yeah, he should have. Leaving me behind will significantly increase your chances of survival, Doctor. Well, that's damn sure, so we have it completely out of the question. It is imperative that you locate any surviving crew. Here I was thinking you cared. Of course I care, Leonard. I always assumed my respect for you was clear. The dialogue we have had across the years has always... Okay, Spock. You don't have to say it. Well, at least I won't die alone. Well, that's just typical. My bigger issue is that he can't fall in love. But, you know, whatever. Gotcha. They're just they're just making it up as they go. It's fine. I I didn't hate it. I just didn't. It wasn't a very good movie to me. If you like action movies and you like sci-fi, it's probably pretty cool. But since I don't really like either one of those genres, <laughs> those are <laughs> the, my two least favorite genres. It didn't really do a whole lot for me. Wait. And I was hoping that they would bring some of the characters in, which is what made me love the first one so much. And they didn't really. So. Yeah, like um, lost I, I'm me. somewhere in the middle of you two. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fine. I didn't. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I was just kind of like, oh, cool, fun sci-fi action film. Uh, and again, I don't really care about the characters, uh, so I didn't need anything as far you didn't as need any, any character s- development. I mean, I, I here I've been making fun of these characters for like 30 years. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, while I enjoyed the first one, and I, and I think the reason I've did enjoy the first one was because I was emotionally tight. They made me care about the characters, right, exactly. but they've kind of like gone beyond that. Now they're just kind of focusing on action. cool spacey action stuff. Yeah. Right, right. So as an action movie, kind of a thin, thin storyline for what it was. I enjoyed it. Uh, maybe if I was expecting something better, or deeper, I would have okay, been disappointed. My expectations were super low after that trailer. And then the reviews came in and a few, it's getting great and, uh, reviews. you're like, definitely in the minority here. And then a couple of people I know saw it before I did. And they were like, it's really good. And I was like, Hey, this is going to be like another legit good star Trek movie. That's pretty cool. And then it wasn't to me. So I was just, dis- I, I would it. say if my, if my expectations stayed where they were after that trailer, probably would have liked it a lot more, hmm. but it, they kind of skyrocketed my hopes of this being, I heard some people say it was even better than the first one. I was like, wow, this must be like really good. Here's here's how I describe this movie to you from my personal feeling. I enjoyed it while I watched it. Ten years from now when we're discussing the different Star Treks, I'll have no idea which one this one was. <laughs> I'll be like, wait, exactly. what happened in that one? Who, it's like, the one that was Idris Elba. Yeah, that's true. That's the one distinguishing thing about it, which I think they underused him too. That's true. I thought he was awesome. Honestly, because you know, I'm not watching trailers. I feel like I have to always say this. I had no clue he was going to be in it. Oh, that's awesome. I'm watching it and I'm just like, okay, cool. Look at this big old guy and blah, blah. And then he kind of does that first transformation. And I just lean over to the guy next to me, my buddy, and I just go, is that Idris Elba? And he was like, Wait, yeah. And I was like, So you didn't yeah. know it was him until the transition? No, because. Oh, that's voice, awesome. Yeah, I, I didn't know until halfway through. And that's only because I asked somebody. Yeah. His, I still probably wouldn't have known until the actual, you know, last 15 minutes. So that was really cool for me. That I, is really that cool. That is I actually no idea. Really cool. I'm really curious to watch the trailer. Trailer. Uh, and additionally, like, who's the white haired chick? I still haven't looked up who she is. Is she someone? Oh, I have no idea. I think she's just random alien. Okay. All right. Well, anyway. Um, I could be wrong. But uh, like 
to go along with not knowing it was Idris Elba. Actually, that was a problem for me is that I had a hard time understanding him. Yeah, they messed with his voice. And he has a good menacing voice already. Exactly. They didn't need to alter it as much exactly. as they did. Exactly. And then kind of par- to uh, piggyback off that, the, the girl villain who kind of turns on him right in the middle. I thought that was amazingly distractive how she was talking and then you have this little voice box talking at the same time. I had some issues with their sound too, which is weird. I never noticed that in a movie, but there was a lot of part. There was in, there was a part with um, Scotty when he's in the engine room trying to fix something and he's yelling and I can't understand a word that he's saying. I just yeah. thought that I was there like, was it's Scotty weird that the audio audio mix was so off with um, their sound effects compared to their voices. I really had no idea what he was yeah. saying. That happened a couple times in battle scenes yeah. for me. But I don't know. I, I don't know. Do you I, think it was a good movie or do you just, did you enjoy it? Did I you just think it was fun? fun. Okay. I like, I think it was pretty well made. I can well see made. that. I, yeah. I, uh, you know, I, I, I do think it was well have made. extreme issues with, um, honestly, to go from J.J. Abrams to, uh, to go from J.J. Abrams to uh, Justin Lin, I, I just thought that he did a good job following up with them because I think those are some big shoes to fill. Um, and, you know, I can totally get the, I get, I get a lot of your arguments. I think I just was forgiving of them. Um, I just maybe didn't care because I just enjoy the Star Trek movies in general. Or I'll just say this. Since they rebooted them since 2009, I've enjoyed yeah. all of them. I, I still like Into Darkness, even though I know a lot of people didn't at all. I thought yeah. that one was um, kind of boring, too, honestly. Yeah. So, you know, um, it, it's kind of like these comic book movies. Some of them get passes and some of them don't. Right. Uh, you know, Civil War, you know, it gets all kinds of passes for me. Whereas I hear now I'm hearing more and more how people we just thought it was just too many characters. So Civil War? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I've heard like nothing just, but glowing things about oh, I haven't there heard are any a lot of people I know. There's just, always backlash though for universally accepted and loved movies. Right. There always seems to be a backlash. Right. A little right. bit later. Haters gonna hate. Yeah. So anyway. So just to be clear, my main problem is not with what they did with the characters. It's just that I thought it was kind of a boring movie. I enjoyed it. Now I was done with it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, I, I, I'm happy. I, I hate you. to be so simple, but I was just like, okay, fun movie. And then I was like, to me, there wasn't anything deeper than just enjoying some fun action. Yep. One of the guys is gay now. <laughs> yeah. Didn't really well, talk about that. That's that's it fine. Ended up not being as big as deal as the stupid media made it. No, out they yeah. did make it yeah, a huge deal. Yeah, they made it a really kind of big drove deal. Me nuts. They also made a big deal about the yeah the the lesbian couple in um, Finding Dory. And you have to like, that's like a Where's Waldo moment. In yeah, Finding I don't Dory. even remember that. But, <laughs> but media is going to media. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one, one, uh, one, I don't know if it's an issue, but problem I definitely had to work out by talking to my buddy afterwards because he's a Trekkie, was that... Did he like it, by the way? Yeah, he liked it. He really enjoyed it. Um, Has he ever had but, sex with a woman? Huh? <laughs> 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 was, was that I was really confused as to how... Idris Elba's character went from human being to, to alien to back to human being. And I know it was in the, the captain's log portion mm-hmm. of the movie. Uh, did y'all, did y'all get it? Cause I, we, we think that's the thing we came up with what we think it is, but does that, does I that mean it works? I don't know why he changed. Okay. So what we uh, assume it was, was because they would have continuously attack all different types of races mm-hmm. that, you know, flew over or, you know, and they so they had all kinds of races that were down there on that planet, right? So he just happened to be in that state of that alien at the time that he captured the Enterprise. So that's not what you know. 
like they they found they, they said he said in his log they found alien tools to be able to sustain life or, or they would keep on going right. so whenever they recaptured the uss enterprise and he starts kind of torturing the human beings he turns back into human being whereas before he was just using the most the previous alien that came oh. by so it's like mm-hmm. okay well, we really had to talk our ways through that to figure that out because yeah just, just explained it yeah so no quickly. they yeah they didn't explain it very they didn't. I, yeah. yeah i wish i would have solved it with you i i honestly didn't i i was I didn't get it, but right. I didn't. But you didn't also care didn't enough care, to, didn't care about enough it. to really think about it. Yeah. I just kind of figured oh, it was just bad writing, yeah. but that makes sense. <laughs> but, oh, it's fine. It's, yeah, I give it a fresh. <laughs> Some positives I did take away from it, like I really did enjoy like the intro, like with the captain's log part, because it showed. I did. Like, yeah, the, that was cool. You know, the repetition of every day. Yeah, in, in a, on a. On a a, a space station, whatever you call it, uh, right. for, for five years. Because we only see the fun parts. Then. They yeah. only make movies about the fun parts. Yeah, right. to me that but was the is... most interesting part of the movie because that was the only part that had any type of character development in it whatsoever. Because you, you just show like how cabin fever can kick in yeah. and then how, you know, you never really did much with the extras, you know, the crew and right. Right. relationships in and out around the ship. And so that was, that was that kind was of cool neat. to see. Well, it was a little bit unique. It was something a little bit different than anything the other Star Trek movies has given us. So. Right, right. And that's why I was just appreciative that they, you know, yeah, I like to go that part. That. But then you're right. They they moved on to what was pretty generic storyline. And yeah. it was generic, but I was entertained. So, yeah. oh, I had a big problem with the ships. Okay, so to me, I was also like, hey, where did, if, if there was only three of their um, crew left, as according to his log, right, then how do they get, like, Thousands of little ships. Yeah. But he said, well, didn't he say that those were all protocol? Um, protocol and prototypes. Uh, prototypes. So yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I don't remember, but, but there's was, a lot of them. That's a problem. But don't worry. Yeah, they, that's but, definitely a problem. They can totally be stopped with some sabotage. Yeah. Just turn it up <laughs> really <laughs> loud. <laughs> it seemed like a movie that was written by Simon Pegg. I mean, oh, right? I mean, like, sorry, Simon. I mean, no, no, I, I like Simon Pegg, <laughs> but I mean, you're not going to expect some sort of like deep emotional. No, but I expect humor, and, and, and I didn't get any of that. <laughs> well, it just sounded like the humor just kind of felt. I flat know it didn't to work you. for me. But again, I, you know, Simon Pegg for me, um, like people love uh, Hot Fuzz and End of the World, and, all, and those are pretty hit or miss for me too. Just British humor in general can be a little hit or miss. Um, well, Ron, I'd, I'd give it a thumbs up. Just kind of like, with with a shoulder shrug. Eh. One more huge blockbuster. To, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just one more huge blockbuster to check off our list till we start getting to the good movies. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. how I feel about yeah, it at this that's point true. this year. And there's so many. Jason Bourne, gosh, why do I have to sit through that stupid movie? I'm so <laughs> not excited about that crap. I mean, what blockbusters do we have left? We have the Bourne series. We have... Suicide Squad. Suicide Squads. That's probably one of the only ones I'm looking forward Me too. to. Me left. too. Joel yeah. Kinnaman. There's been, there's been a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think anybody's no. the you're most the excited one. about seeing Joel Kinnaman? No, you're I the totally only one. am. Uh, no, it's it's been a rash of like movies I don't care about, like big blockbusters. For the past like month and a half, it seems for me, that I just don't care about. Yeah. Finding Dory, whatever. Star Trek Beyond, whatever. Jason Bourne, whatever. I'm just like ready to get to the good stuff. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Greg Grunberg. Uh, he has managed to squeeze his way into both Star Wars and Star Trek. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, right here, he looks like John Favreau, doesn't he? He he does a little bit, yeah. Is uh, he in it? He was in, yeah, he was one of the guys who was kind of watching over that uh, snow globe planet, uh, oh. Yorktown. Oh. Yeah, so 
uh, you know, he was on Heroes for a little while, and I'm not, I actually don't think he's a very good actor, but that's what makes me <laughs> angry that he's able to get into both movies. <laughs> and I guess I'm just not trying very hard with my life. So. <laughs> you didn't even try to get in Star Trek or Star Wars, Jacob. Yeah, I can act better than that guy. That's what makes me angry. Anyway, there you go. Um, it is time now to talk about what we've been watching lately. Uh, Rachel, what have you watched lately? Let's Whoa. should we should we share our discussion on what we what we both watched recently? Wait, did you see this? Did you watch Lights Out? No. Oh, never mind. No, you just texted us about it. Oh, uh, that's what it was. I didn't okay. get the invite. Right. My bad. Continue. So, what have you been watching? C- continue. <laughs> you haven't started yet. Uh, I guess. I mean, I guess we'll wait to talk about Stranger Things, right? Oh, we can talk about it now. Yeah. Right. Or we could have a whole episode dedicated to it for Ooh. like Yeah, because I don't want to talk about another one of these blockbusters. Yeah, for real. Uh, that'd be cool, actually, because you, ha- you haven't finished it yet, right? No, and it's, okay. it's like the buzzworthy thing everybody's talking about right now. Oh. See, let's... let's. Hey, for anyone listening, start watching Stranger Things. We'll try and re- review it the next week or so. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But... It's... And we can get a lot of listens that way, which is really all we care about. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just in it for the listens. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We're definitely well, not in it for the money. Uh, <laughs> I will... Sure. Briefly mention, I watched a movie called Listen to Me, Marlon, which is, um, it's a documentary, but basically Marlon Brando recorded a lot, like he was a very private person, but made a lot of audio recordings. Um, and so it was put together into a documentary where basically Marlon Brando is telling you his life story. Um, and I just thought it was really well done. It's got good reviews. Uh, I don't know how long it's going to be on Hulu. Because it's actually on Showtime, but they're having like a free Showtime preview on Hulu currently. Um, but I thought it was a really good movie. I didn't know a lot of things about Marlon Brando's personal life. And I thought that was, it was it was especially interesting to hear it. And because he recorded all of the time, it wasn't him telling a story. It was you gradually heard him grow up and, and his opinions change on certain things and why he did certain things and... It wasn't kinda, like, and then I did weird this later on. Kind of off. Yeah, he, um, he, he became different in his older. Really, age. Brando was always kind of off. He always had that in him, but he. But when he was young and sexy and making movies like On the Waterfront and Godfather, and nobody really cared. And right. Godfather, right? When he was young and sexy. <laughs> but then, <laughs> okay, On the Waterfront, car when he was young and sexy. But you know, he got Godfather when he was still okay. the lead actor. <laughs> he he was Skipped very about four decades <laughs> there. <laughs> Um, but he was a very private person and didn't like celebrity and celebrity kind of messed with him and that's he kind of withdrew and he goes through all of that. But it's a really interesting, well-made movie, which I would recommend everybody watch. Cool. And while you're at it, watch, uh, what is it called? From from Motown oh, to from Off Mo- the Wall or something? Yeah. Michael Jackson from Motown to Off the Wall. It's on Hulu as well currently, but it's yeah, a documentary two that time docs. Uh, they cover Michael Jackson's life, the part of it that nobody ever really wants to talk about because they just jump in at a bad thriller. Thriller, uh, but this covers from like the Jacksons through off the wall. It's the, it's the time between Jackson Five and his solo career, basically. Yeah, it's really interesting because nobody uh, really talks about that part of Michael Jackson's favorite, life. Two favorite celebrities of all time. Well, you should watch two em. of them. I think we might have talked about that before. We did. Anyways. Okay, I'm done. Jacob, what have you been watching lately? Uh, two movies I'll talk about this week. They're both okay. older. Um, well, one's 97 and the other was 2000. 
97. Was it Boogie Nights? No, it was uh, LA Confidential. Oh, uh, that would have been my next guess. Really? 97 <laughs> was a great year for movies. Um, well, my buddy, Justin, because he listens to this podcast, has had my DVD for two years. And about every other time I see him, I'm like, hey, where's my DVD, dude? <laughs> so I finally got it back, and I've been watching it like like crazy this last, like like two or three times this week, actually. Really? Well, I fall asleep to it on, uh-huh. and I'll get through several, you know, but I've already watched it twice. <laughs> really? Yeah, in four days you've watched it uh two more times in the last four days than rachel has in her entire life <laughs> yeah that's a fact <laughs> what is so cool about la confidential is, is everything just that yeah i know i love it man <laughs> i think it's back on my number five to uh, overall yeah list. all time because yeah. i always flips out with that jurassic park so anyway is that it's almost like it's two movies because you have the night owls uh, you know they figure out the night owls situation yeah. But then they break down the Night Owl situation in the second half. It's so cool. And then additionally, we have three great characters that we're following all these parallel yeah. storylines throughout. And it's just, you know, breakout performances by Russell Crowe and, and Guy Pierce and Guy Pierce and Kevin Spacey just doing what Kevin Spacey did in the nineties. Yeah. yeah. Just continue his great run. Yeah. And it's just I just love that movie, man. I can't say enough about it. And it's funny that people I've I've got to watch lately, they just they, they're like, hey, it's pretty good. And really? Like, just watch it some more times. Watch it like two times in four days. No, it's it's not just a pretty good movie. <laughs> How hard can that be? It's better than pretty good. It's it's it's, so it's a good. easy no brainer ten out of a ten to me. Yeah. And the other movie I watched was There Will Be Blood. Nice. Yeah. My, good my yeah. roommate hadn't seen it and since he watched it, you know, five or six years ago and so um you know, we've talked a lot about there will be blood. I think it's the best movie that came out of the, uh, oh, the last century or the last decade. Or yeah, since I think, the turn yeah, of the century. Since, since the turn of the century. Um, it's just I think so we good. all that's a consensus on this board. I believe yeah. Yeah, this board, sure. yeah. this board that we're <laughs> on. Daniel Day Lewis. I mean, just I could watch him act in that movie over and over yeah. and over again. It's the best performance. He is so good. Two thousands. He is so good. Anyway, yeah. I just want to give a shout to both those movies. No, the, I, I'm glad you did. Those are those are two of my favorite movies of the past 20 years. Nice. Um, and everyone should watch them. Uh, I want to talk about Lights Out. It's a horror movie that's gotten pretty good reviews. And it is super creepy. Um, if you're a horror movie fan, it's you got to go see this. Um, I legitimately got creeped out, freaked out quite a few times. Just the whole premise is really cool. Um, if you've seen the trailers, basically you know what it is. When the lights go out, this creature appears, basically. This figure, this creature. And it's based on a short uh, that the director of this movie did, David Sandberg. And uh, basically, the short is just a minute and a half, two minutes long, and it is super creepy itself. Um, but yeah, go see this movie. It's it's really creepy, really effective. It's well made. It's well acted. Um, and Teresa Palmer is in it. And if you don't know Teresa Palmer, she is gorgeous. Mm. She's she's worth going to. Is she, she in a a wet white tank top at any point? <laughs> That's a reference to Alexandra D'Addario and uh. That's just a reference to every horror movie oh, ever. Good call. No, she unfortunately they they put a lot of clothes on her most of the time. Uh, which is a real bummer. She's the girl that was what in kind Warm of Bodies. Movie is that? Yeah, I know. She was in Warm Bodies. Uh, she looks a lot like Amber Heard, kind of like a sexier Kristen Stewart, maybe. But yeah, ooh. <laughs> yeah, ooh. <laughs> yeah. It's better than it sounds. Trust me. <laughs> uh, 
So that is what we've been watching. I want to say that I did catch up with uh, the night of. Oh. We we briefly talked about it last week. It's good, right? And uh, excellent. Yes, I haven't seen the third so episode, good. so I'll probably do that later tonight. But yeah. man, that's that's on point. Good it directing, is. good acting, great story. I yeah. mean, it's all around. I really really enjoy it so far. I'm so excited. We have two shows in the past month that have come out yeah. between Anita and Stranger Things that are just fantastic shows. Um, to me, maybe the two best new shows of the past like two years. Um, yeah. And I think a night of is kind of filling the void that True Detective left at HBO. Good call. Um, kind of filling in for what True Detective was supposed to continue to be. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Cool. So watch those shows. Thank you so much for joining us on Pulp Fiction. And be sure to listen to our other podcast, our top five, where we tackle the top five sci fi movies Woo-hoo! of all time. So excited. <laughs> <laughs>